0: hello everyone and welcome to episode number 159 of the book wars pod i am trying not to cry laughing because Chris was dancing to the intro music and his computer is at a strange angle. Um, I'm Kate. I'm here with <laughs> Chris. That Marie. makes it sound far more
1: mysterious than it actually was. I'm sitting and my computer is on my lap. Yeah. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh, my God. I... Listen, I'm 31 years old.
0: L- I live dangerously. Friends. Fucking... Jeez, Louise. <laughs> I'm, I'm here with this, this person who... who I live with <laughs> Moran and Kristen to talk about um, Dr. Afra um, by Sarah Kuhn, the per, uh, audio drama adaptation of the Afra comics from Marvel. Uh, we're discussing Through Scene number 23. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to discuss chaotic space lesbians. Uh, but before. Yay. I know, right? But before we do that, um please tell us what you're drinking and also yes, we do realize that we accidentally went on hiatus for <laughs> approximately 85 years. Um please please tell us what you're drinking and also uh what if what the fuck happened to you to contribute to us going on hiatus <laughs> for 85 years?
2: Um you want to start Burb? Sure. I mean, my brain's <laughs> just- <laughs> That's what happened to me. Um, (laughs) right? (laughs) Wookieed. I got wookieed. My brain's just been as broken as usual. So, you know, but I did finally purchase and start reading the words version of the audio drama because I can't listen to things and I am drinking a beer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wow, good story. Good. <laughs> and then Miranda, I found one dollar that you're drinking. I'm
2: drinking Wander Lightly American Lager. It is an American Lager from Wander Brewing, which is in wow. Bellingham, Washington. Um, let's see. It's got a little thing, little information. Uh, malt pilsner and flaked barley. The yeast is a lager. That's it. It's got like a little raccoon with antlers on the can. Oh, that's really cute. You should take a photo of that. Raccoons are topical. Okay. (laughs) Topical raccoons because we love our favorite gay raccoon. It's true.
0: Um, sorry, I talked over you. I get really excited when I see fucking raccoons, as you know. Uh, Oh, I
3: just all I said was you should take a photo of that and we should put it on the Instagram (laughs) because we love raccoon content. Oh, and I didn't post on the Instagram today, so I'm
2: gonna do that now.
0: I mean, Afra's pretty raccoon-y. Okay, that's fine. I just want
1: I I don't know that we previously discussed that that she was our our favorite gay raccoon, so I wanted to be sure. I mean, she's she's basically me. So in
2: front of your own wife.
1: Vader's in this so there's a raccoon like I said Orca's sitting next to me so there's another fucking raccoon like I said we're supposed to determine which raccoon we were talking about
0: They're topical. All right Chris, since you want to talk what the fuck what the fuck happened to you?
1: I always want to talk I'm white
0: <sighs>
1: um I am drinking an Odell Brewing Company peach stand Rambler, which is a blonde ale brewed uh with palisade peaches colorado's own uh this, this this summer and fall it was very much you know living my best peach life Just a lot of peaches happened
0: they're fucking delicious would you also like to tell people wh- why you died
1: <laughs> oh, i was i thought you were gonna say do you want to tell people about the cult of the peach i don't have to do that um now you have to tell people <laughs> what <laughs> This, this is the real. the cult of the peach. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so I play... Played um, yourself. <laughs> there's a local community here that plays Star Wars Legion. Um, and I mean, there is a Discord. Um, <laughs> if anybody here plays Star Wars Legion, 5280 Legion on Discord, if you want a link, hit us up. We're very friendly. Um, but everybody... Uh, so like, you know, when somebody joins Discord and it gives you like a wave to say hi button in the general channel, mm-hmm. one of the animations that comes up is like a screaming fucking anthropomorphized peach with like oh, arms and legs and everything. Mm-hmm. And we have just decided that that is our mascot, spiritual leader, uh, really just, you know, everything. So we're, we're getting uh, peach order tokens, which is a thing related to the game it's very good it's a very good time
0: it's 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 incredible because every so often i'll like happen to like glance glance over towards chris when he's in his legion discord and i'll just see like it'll be like a line of text and it'll be like peach 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 peach. line of text peach line of text peach (laughs) it's like fucking amazing there's a lot of peaches (laughs) yes
1: incredible also
0: also, why did you die oh yeah we fucking killed you moving sucks yeah (laughs) So okay, it was a
3: good move, though. You bought a house. You we, bought a
0: house. <laughs> we sure did. And we are so grateful and also moving so tired.
1: <laughs> we and also moving fucking sucks. We, There's nothing in the world I hate more than moving.
0: We hate moving so much. Like We just like squatted on the same apartment when we were living in Virginia for six fucking years until we came out here for grad school. Because we were like, this is solidly fine and I'm not packing my shit up and going anywhere. <laughs> so yeah kiki
2: uh
3: i was dead because i had covid for a Mm -hmm. little bit um and because it's winter here yeah it's fucking dark out all the time the sun is gone forever um and i'm drinking stash peppermint tea stash tea in portland oregon yay um kate what are you drinking and why did you die <laughs> we could do this every episode truly i know
2: right honestly why oh, didn't it's i like, die um w- sorry to interrupt <laughs> but it's like we had a thing going for a while where when our friends would meet up for drinks uh we'd go around the circle and say what's the gayest thing you did this week so it could be like that but for death oh my god I- <laughs>
0: i love you you're great um so really why didn't i die is the question so we moved um my brain started melting so now we're doing this new thing where they put magnets on my head
1: and she's full of drugs Yes. Can't forget the drugs.
0: Yes, they well I'm done with, I'm done with the drugs. I only had to do the drugs six times. Um but yeah, no, they they poke magnus on my head five fucking days a week, so they can look so they can do the, you know, physics or whatever the fuck equivalent of poking my brain with a stick and telling it to be happier. Sounds fake. Is real. Google it. It's fucking odd. Um I know. <laughs> Happy bonk, 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 go to sadness jail. Um <laughs> Uh, what am I drinking? I just finished my fucking tea. It's it's green tea. It's from um the Tea Spot, which is a local two Boulder tea thing. They're they're around. They got good shit. Um, but now I have no beverage, so because I can't, I'm I not allowed. See, I'm not. I'm also not super allowed to be nice, intoxicated right now while they put magnets on my head. <laughs> Which is kind of horrible, but also what are you gonna do? So, anywho's it's. Speaking of horrible things, if you'd like to make horrible things better, um, our cause for um our reading of Doctor Afra is, the hashtag Book save Lives campaign at We Need Diverse Books, so you can go check it out at diversebooksorg slash books Save Lives. Um, so what they, what We Need Diverse Books is doing um, in response to the disgusting rash of book bannings across the country um, in schools and libraries is they're using a three-pronged strategy to address book bans and champion diverse titles. They're going to raise awareness, provide resources, and create positive change while supporting educators, authors, and children most affected by the bans. So... Um, I think, like, we were all kind of, like, witnessing all this happening over the summer and kind of feeling at a loss of, as to what to do. So, this is a coordinate, coordinated effort by a well-known um, justice organization that I um, am a big fan of. So, please, please go check them out. Give them your money um, so that the children can read about gay shit freely, as they should be able to. So, and, you know, other stuff, too. Anywho. Uh... Dr. Afra, Chris, could you give us could you could you please give us a quick rundown of um, why this why this um, adaptation of the Marvel comics happened and also why we don't talk about the Marvel comics?
1: Yeah, so um, basically this audiobook, audio drama is uh, as Kate said an adaptation of the I think the entirety of Oh my god, who wrote it? Kieran Gillen. Mm-hmm. Kieran Gillen's Darth Vader uh, Marvel Comics run um, from... I know what year this was. Hang on.
3: <laughs> He's a Star Wars encyclopedia, folks.
1: Um, no, I just have... Look up. Um, for, So the 2015 <laughs> run of Darth Vader by Kieran Gillen, uh, she was an original character introduced in that run. She became extremely popular, uh, ended up getting... Her own ongoing comic series that is now in its second run right now, um, but this is an adaptation of those original Darth Vader comics written from her perspective. So similar, the same events are happening, but we're seeing you know her perspective. She's narrating her thoughts. We're getting some backstory about who she is, uh, and so it's a really great opportunity for us to get introduced to Doctor Afra because, as longtime listeners. No, we don't read the Marvel comics because Marvel is uh, a bad company run by bad people. Um, CB Sewolsky and uh, Mark Panachia are uh, extremely racist, just toxic, racist people <laughs> uh, that we don't want to support, so we don't read the Marvel comics on here. But it's a great opportunity to uh, get in, to introduce ourselves and our listeners to probably the one of the more famous characters to come out of the new canon not non-screen media Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to think who else would be on that list maybe ray sloan Mm -hmm. but i think afra is probably more well-known than her um but yeah it's 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 a short list and so it's a great opportunity to get a true star
0: my chaotic space gajan who loves to commit crimes and be a lesbian (laughs) yes mm. <laughs> oh god why i'm trying to like so hard not to make mouth noise like disgusting mouth noises into my microphone because i we had carnitas for dinner and i feel like i have a whole hog in my teeth so this is good um anyway uh <laughs> when so when and where are we i think miranda put this note in here so can you just please say it because it's really good <laughs> oops can't hear you Can't hear you, Peach.
2: I just had so many good jokes while I was on mute. Oh no! I was like, "Why is? I mean, like, I'm not that funny, which is why you're not laughing at them, but they were very funny." Like, you said, "I'm making weird mouth noises," and I was like, "Sweetie, that's called talking." Um. (laughs) But I believe now is the time for me to read what I put in the outline. And couldn't. Yes. this is why I muted myself, because I started giggling reading it while Kate was reading the very important, our cause for this book, <laughs> which is not a giggling matter. I was
1: wondering what you were laughing at.
2: <laughs> because I had like, so forgotten funny. all of what I wrote down. And so when and where are we is with Vader after the twink... <laughs> Blows up the, <laughs> the blow up balloon.
0: Which is correct. It's Which extremely is correct. flat out correct. If the correct. balloon
2: is very much not a moon and is in fact a large space station. It sure. Is. And we all know who the twink is. And obviously, Afra is there. Yes. Also, because it's her story.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So Vader's in disgrace right now. He is, you know, dad, dad, dad has super grounded him and gotten him a babysitter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's just, he's not feeling good. Um, And when he and Aphra meet, they both kind of see an opportunity. Vader to exact revenge and also make himself look fucking cool, even though he's not cool because he's Anakin fucking Skywalker. And Afra to basically, like, live out her dream of doing, like, the best space crimes <laughs> having to do with ancient technology. So, you know... Normal shit for like a Tuesday. <laughs> Actually, it's Monday, but go off. You don't know what day it is in space time. It could be Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't have a Monday vibe, you know? Just like doing, just,
2: you know, meeting me. No, it's definitely like a Thursday vibe. Yeah,
0: right? I was going to say. Mm.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <You made it>. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do a quick aside on that? Please. So... My my, kind and loving girlfriend uh, listens to the podcast, but she had never seen. I think you should leave, and then I made her watch it one time. Oh God! And so we watched.
1: And you're still together?
2: Out. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) This was like a while ago too. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But so we watched that episode, and we got to the part where he says that, and she was like, "Oh my God! I was wondering what that was." It's like I don't this think that's st- in Star Wars.
0: Star Wars. Oh my god, hi Lisa. <laughs> You're great. That's perfect. Um, Our you know, soundboard famously
3: leave. has a bunch of stuff from Star Wars, and then like mm-hmm. two thing, three things from I think you should leave from one specific sketch, and that's yep. it. <laughs> but did
1: you ever add? You gotta give. <laughs> No, I should, though. Oh, yes. yes.
0: <laughs> for, just, for, just for charity shout-outs, for sure. <laughs> just, just just slap that button, like, five times. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is why y'all miss me on the pod. I am the ideas woman. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Um, I think you should leave. Season three filming now.
2: Anyway. Um... <laughs> back to, back to Star Wars. Thank you for yes. letting me story.
0: Of course. We love Lisa. Um, so, uh... As Chris was saying, one of my favorite things about um, listening to this audio drama is that it is from Aphra's point of view, and obviously she's very much the narrator. She's very, she's very, she's, she's kind of like the perfect character to, to do an audio drama around, because she's like super voicey, is, is, is the technical term that we used to use in (laughs) workshop when I was in grad school. Um, But we get to sit, like, there's just like so much more gay now, and I love that very much. Yes. As Miranda's just, like, fist bumping. Gay,
2: gay, gay. It's gay <laughs> and it's in space.
0: Exactly! At
2: last, our prayers have been answered.
0: I know! Incredible! Um,
2: I don't know if I was going anywhere with
0: that other than to say that there were rainbows, rainbow hearts shooting at my eyes while I was, like, listening to this. I was listening to this while I was, like, trying to, like, do stuff at work because because like miranda i have a problem like listening to things so i was like doing coding and listening to this and just like crying laughing and just being like this is why i don't work in an office <laughs> <laughs> because i'm just crying and listening like to gay shit um who put lol space college
1: i think me oh my god Chris. yeah so one thing about the audio drama that is that we get from this that's added and wasn't in the original vader comics is space college (laughs) space college yeah so we get afra kind of reminiscing about her childhood and going to uh university and majoring in archaeology and meeting one sanastaros who is another very important character who originated in the original run of the, the new canon star wars comics um also from 2015 and I want to say Jason Aaron originated her, but she's basically like kind of like a more competent foil to Han. Um, <laughs> where like we meet her because she is hunting him down because he owes her money because he's a dork and like <laughs> she's also gay, yeah, and yep. she's also extremely gay. Um, and so now and then they eventually interact, and then you know, we find out that they knew each other, and so now we're getting that view of it. and kind of just getting the the, the real person vibes of, of the Star Wars galaxy, which I feel like is very in vogue right now with with Andor. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that we didn't just get space college, but space grad school just <laughs> really hit home for me. Um, also, her just, like, g- getting into a fight with a professor during seminar, the number of times I have had to sit through somebody full-scale embarrassing themselves in a room full of very smart people is kind of astronomical. Also, after just fucking climbing in through the goddamn window, being like, this is fine. Like, only she would do this kind of fucking crap. It's so good.
2: She, she's like, no, I'm very stealthy. I'm just gonna... I know. It's just like falling in the window. <laughs> just gonna climb through this <laughs> window that everyone can see.
0: <laughs> I could like truly picture it, and it was just like, oh lord. Just. <laughs> You know the best way to look real smooth in front of your again very intelligent crush, Small on your face. Yes, truly. Um, Burb, I know you put we have all gay panicked um in the outline, but one of the things I really appreciated here is that like, um, the romance felt like really like, um, it felt it felt really natural. Like it didn't it didn't like necessarily like call attention to itself. Um, to be like look at me i'm doing the doing the doing the gay shit in the star war um and it like you know it's one of those those times where um the author kind of just like you glide right into it you don't question it we don't make a big deal out of it because it's not a big deal and then you know it's it, it, it integrates itself really well into the fabric of the story which is something that i pretty much all of the um star wars authors in the new canon do really really well it's just like you fold the diversity in, and it is natural because because it is natural. Like, the the world is like that. Space, why shouldn't space be like that? Space should be like that.
2: Um, and I, I think, like, the, the way it happened, too, especially, like, with the introduction of Santa, like, it was like, oh, here, I'm going to go to class and go through the window. And, like, oh, here's someone sticking up for me. Oh, no, she's hot. Mm-hmm. Which Mm -hmm. is a mood, but it's also like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. And then this this person, oh. What's this?
0: What's this? Have I just made a giant fucking fool? The way she fucking falls on her off of basically the Washington fucking monument in the middle of campus.
2: (laughs) I, too, have gay gay panicked. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm going to climb this without a harness because I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I shouldn't look down, but I'm going to look down and there's... Oh oh no there she is. <laughs> and and there let she went. Go. <laughs> she just let go.
0: <laughs> oh my god she's such a disaster and I love her very much. Um Chris would you like would we would we like to turn to talking about our your most favorite topic of conversation The space is the disaster that is Anakin Skywalker.
1: Always. <laughs> um, and so one of the yeah so one of the big through lines that goes through this comic arc and through this um this is the era right after as uh miranda so eloquently put it the death star has been blown up and (laughs) vader is we're basically seeing vader find out that lucas his son and process that and at the same time try to get his own center of power that is independent from the emperor who is pissed at him uh, and
0: Which, like, leads right into, you know, Empire and Return of the Jedi.
1: Yeah. Like. And, like, you know, shows how kind of adversarial their relationship is and has been. Uh, and so we get events like uh, the original reason Vader seeks out Aphra is because she is known as a droid specialist. So she knows how to, like, program droids to do exactly what she wants. She knows how to you know, get ancient droids, you know, murder droids that were locked away because they were too <laughs> dangerous for society to uh, to experiment with. Like, she she is a technical genius in that regard. And so that's why he seeks her out.
0: Va- fucking Vader over here being like, I'm something of a technical genius myself. <laughs> like, <just> like, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, it is funny because there's a scene where where after's yeah. like, yeah, you know, I could crack this. I just need a couple hours. And he's like, I'm done. so good and like you get you get those like little like things where afra's like i don't understand what the fuck just happened but like we're like uh pointing at camera (laughs) i get it it's Um, the
2: spider-man meme (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: he's always liked fixing things um
0: oh stop no uh
1: speaking of always liking fixing things and one movie in particular uh and speaking of gay panic for that matter uh we visit geonosis in this (laughs) <laughs> see see what I did there burb uh,
3: <laughs> ay,
0: ay. uh,
1: so they go to genosis actually to restart an ancient droid foundry. This is after the Empire has cleansed genosis, which we learn a little bit about okay. uh, in various other things that we've seen and read in rebels in well, oh God, what's that called catalyst um, uh like
0: do you, do you want to explain what you mean by cleansed, sir? <laughs>
1: I mean, like, <laughs> Child- like killed all the genos. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say, like, you-
1: like sterilized. I think is
0: scrub a dub dub. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Just got got a real good mop. got, yeah. got a real good mop in there to pesticide all the bugs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. And so one thing that happens in this arc is Afra's like, I know where you can get a droid army. Like, let's go to Geonosis. because she's heard rumors that one of the droid foundries survived. And-, and he's just
2: there, like fuck she she clocks him like taking a deeper breath than usual and he just goes i have no feelings on geonosis
0: (laughs) i think there's like this really
2: there's like
1: a 30 second pause where he just doesn't talk and she's like okay oh i only read
2: this i don't know how long it was yeah
0: it was a big old pause in the the audio there's this like really it's too bad we can't read the marvel comics but there's this really beautiful panel um that um, folks who listen to back when we were able to talk about the Marvel comics, our discussion of the, that, that first um, Vader storyline there where she, she tells him about this and the 32nd pause is basically represented by just Vader having like this big, like thought bubble and it goes like full panel. Just like um, that kiss between Anakin and Padme as they're, um, getting hauled out to the arena, and then he just and it's like, and you just like, I don't, I don't even know. I'm not a, I'm not a visual artist. I don't know how people like convey emotions through just like drawing shit. It is such an incredible thing just to translate that, um, like a feeling visually. But you really feel him just like absolutely in turmoil, wrapping a, his giant, like leather clad fist around it, and being like. No. and <laughs> it depends,
2: depends.
1: Yeah. yeah so we get you know some great uh interactions of vader like taking out a Genosian queen like this arc is or this anything afro is very campy it's very comic-y um and that's why like it's going to be interesting to see what happens to her there have been like you know rumors that they're trying to develop a disney plus show forever i don't know that i believe that because i don't i don't think she fits disney plus well because she's. What about Hulu? <laughs> Listen, fucking Chappie's gone, so Disney can be gay again. Nice. And by, and by Disney can be gay, I mean Disney can have one. Uh, Disney can have one exclusively gay moment for every decade, whatever the fuck they.
2: We already got that. Oh no, that was last decade. We're in the it's twenty twenty two. We already saw that cast that was only available we've in got, some countries. Listen, and spoiler alert: if you haven't watched Andor, but we've got Andor, so you know,
1: like, oh, well, Andor's we'll touch- so gay.
0: Andor's so fucking. They're gay. fucking.
1: They're like kicking themselves that they let Andor get on Disney Plus. Honestly, they're probably really pissed. About it it it's is so dark so and so gay
0: and so anti fascist. It's.
3: But
1: now great. they're fucked because it's popular.
0: Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll talk about. It that eventually but
1: but yeah so like it's very like as i was saying campy very adventuresome it's like she's very indiana jones vibes except without the it belongs in a museum like kind of like goody two shoes underneath it all vibe
0: and where like... like,
1: i think there's literally a line where she's like it belongs in a private collection for a large amount of credits like yes. it's just like directly <laughs> making fun of that and if so it even fun.
0: Different, even from like you know the the like Uncharted is all like do, you know doing crimes um in an you know fashion, but like she's very much like if I had to annihilate the entire world to get all of the money or the entire universe to get all of the money in it, yeah, I'd do it. Why not?
1: Yeah, it's she, it's she, she does not have a heart of gold.
2: Mm-hmm. She befriends two very deadly <laughs> droids very early on. She's so excited because she has her own crew. It's her. Yep. The most feared man slash machine in the galaxy, and two fucking murder droids. And she's like, but still,
0: <laughs> these are my, my best shit. friends.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Raffer Just rolls with. No, she's she's the embodiment of be gay do crimes, and I just fucking yes. love her for that. <laughs> very deeply.
1: <laughs> and speaking of her friends, another one is the first appearance of the now famous Disney Plus's own black chrysanthemum except
0: they had to grab the black because it's always been awkward that they called him black yeah it's (laughs) kind of
1: weird it's very it's very comicsy where you need to have an adjective before someone's name
0: but
2: they could have called him like
1: i don't fucking know his fur is black
2: yeah we don't call him brown chewbacca exactly
1: this is true i i don't know i have always assumed that that is some some sort of rare quality in Wookies, but who the fuck knows?
0: I don't think
2: it is, though. I feel like we see. I feel like see... it is. is, is it? I might be. I'm, I'm very to... sorry. I'm, I'm with Chris on this one.
0: I'm like, man, I, we need to go back and watch um, Revenge of the Sith for the millionth. The end of Revenge times. of the Tarfle. Sith. When, yes.
1: Tarful has some brown in his fur.
0: Mm. He's It's
1: it's he has some black as well, but it's also a very dark brown. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: I specifically looked this up when I was painting my Wookiees last month.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Fucking nerd. The (laughs) fucking tabletop. I just... Great. Do you have anything else to say about Chrysanthemum before I never let you talk again? No, just this fucking baller. (laughs) I really love it after just being like, I can I can connect with this with this with this guy. It'll be fine. And I'm like literally seeing Santana on live TV ripping off people's arms in a bar. So
2: like, <laughs> you are you just watched him rip off several limbs. Mm-hmm. hmm And you're like, like, yeah, yeah. No, this is... we we get each other. Yeah. It's, it's it's
0: it's the best. I mean, so um talking about Afro, just like as as the as the narrator for this book, um, this is kind of like dovetails really nicely actually um so several several things are going on here so um she because it's is in first person and also because afra is like because we know she's a criminal she's a she, she is by definition a patented liar um we have these moments where she's just like i really connect with chrysanthemum i really connect with vader question mark we will come back to that um <laughs> sort of thing where she's just where it's like um you know, are do how much do we believe her? Um, do we think she do we do we think she's exaggerating, or is she lying to herself, or is she just like kind of delusional, and maybe a little bit of all of the above? Because she's also a person who is like really desperately. I mean, we joke about her, um, you know, being like, "Look at look at my crew. This is this is so great." But also, she is desperate for connection to somebody else. Um, which is kind of why per disaster-ness, with sana happens is it's like ext- extremely part of that. Um, but going back to um, the point i just glossed over about vader. What what do we think? Like she tells she tells us that she's like picking like p- like picking him apart and she's putting this puzzle together but like is she actually like what how how much do we feel like she at this point that she like knows him as deeply as she thinks he does? I mean, obviously we know the background to some of the things that he's doing, like looking for Luke and all this other stuff, but like how much to, does she actually
2: have his number personality wise? I don't think she does, yeah, I think you know he's a he's a mysterious guy, <laughs> um, but she's just kind of like rolling with it. Like, you know, there's there's a line or a paragraph or however you say paragraph in loud, out loud words. Um, Yes. (laughs) There's some dialogue. Yeah, it's, she's like, yeah, you know, he's usually very cryptic, but sometimes he'll just say things that like, I should not know. Like that's above my pay grade. And I, I think he's kind of, I feel like she finds him fascinating. Yes. Because, like, yes. what's happening here? Right. You know, like it's, he's saying this. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. She's just, she just, you know, rolling with it, which is great and very funny to watch unfold. Listen to unfold.
0: Yeah. It's almost like he's, like, another thing for her to unearth, like, yes, what, what exactly. his deal is. Mm-hmm.
1: I I completely agree with that, and I think think she has more of his number than, not as much as she thinks, but more than I think we give her credit for. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, A, I think kind of one of the funniest things about what they've done with Vader in the canon is, like, (laughs) make it the galaxy's absolute fucking worst-kept secret that he's Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) Like, anybody who spent time with him and has a quarter of a brain can fucking figure it out. (laughs) I mean, he's so fucking garbage at hiding it.
0: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And I mean, I also love how that, how we've like, I mean, in the beginning we've had like two of the smartest characters that we've had in canon, Thrawn and um, Afro just like being like, wait a second, but not, but no, it really has gone downhill into like, he could be walking down the street and like fucking Bob who runs the supermarket is like, hold up a minute. Yeah. (laughs) I know who that is. (laughs)
1: Like Tarkin knows. Ron knows, Riva knows. Uh a, a, at least two people in the this comic run figure it out pretty quickly. Like Sabe figures it out in later <laughs> Vader runs. Like it's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I see your interest there, Burb. Um we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk. I'll give you I'll give you some links. Um but yeah, um, so like it's just like hysterical that and so I do think that she has a sense but I also think that she just sees him as a kindred spirit like and I think that's very self-aggrandizing of her.
0: I was going to say how how true how true is is that actually though, for us as readers like how much are we meant to question that?
1: I mean, I think it's it's a little bit of both. Like on the one hand, she is a technical genius who has had a lot of trouble building relationships, uh has kind of secluded herself in her own little like mind palace of like no morality and telling herself that she doesn't care about anything this this like nihilism that we that vader is obviously very familiar with but also at the same time like they are both also human and they have their weak points for afra it's sauna and she later in the comics in her own comic run starts dating someone else and that becomes a weak point for vader obviously it's obi-wan it's luke it's padme memories so like it's all these things uh, and so
0: fucking Anakin just kneecapping himself left and right <laughs> like I feel
1: fucking... <laughs> like it's yeah seriously like I feel like it's a certain amount of obviously I am an equal and understand what the second most powerful person in the galaxy is going through but also I do think that there's something to it
2: yeah and you know there's a there's a moment when they're on Tatooine where you know she starts thinking about like how How Luke must have felt, you know, all alone on his fucking desert-ass planet, um, you know, wanting to get out. And, like, it's not discussed at this time because she doesn't quite, she hasn't quite figured out that, hmm, maybe Vader has a a relationship with Tatooine as well. But, like, that's what fucking Anakin did. Yeah. Everyone gets a goddamn desert planet. Just
0: sand on sand on sand um he hates sand don't hate say sand. that to him so hates sand um the other thing um i want to talk about just in case in terms of like unreliable narration and and um you know how much we rely on her um the the, the uh, how, how based in fact is her storytelling um she literally tells us not to trust her i don't know if you, any of y'all caught that um, it, it was a real quick moment where she's just like you shouldn't trust me for literally anything even what I'm saying right now um, but she is like a really compelling character like how much how much did you find yourself trusting her as you were like reading slash listening to this and if you did or didn't like what made you w- trust her or want to trust her or made you skeptical I trusted her yeah what what do you what what kind of made you just like do that
2: um other than general reading comprehension difficulties Uh sure (laughs) i mean that's fine no i mean it's just i don't know i think the way that this is written it's all very natural um Mm -hmm. and it this kind of goes to my answer to you know chris's question that i assume we'll cover next about like you know who is she dictating to um my answer is a secret third thing which is like mm-hmm. when you're just kind of vibing and like ever, you know everyone wants to have their life narrated and she's just going around doing that and like She's going to exaggerate, but there, there's something just about that happening, and it seems like, you know, there, there's one point where she's like, oh, I can't tell you this part yet. And then, like, goes and, like, tells a different part and say, like, okay, okay, so I lied to these guys, but I'm going to tell you the truth now, which is probably a sign that I should not be trusting her at all. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm I'm just, like, there for the ride.
0: Yeah, that, no, that's is it happened. because
2: I know this is a story? Maybe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think her personality really lends lends itself to like.
2: I mean, it, her
0: her telling her own story does feel as natural as Lando doing the Calrissian Chronicles in Solo, which is fucking amazing. <laughs>
1: Every time. I mean, um, they're both con artists. Yeah, in their own way.
0: That's so.
2: That's that's absolutely true. But
1: the reason
0: why they're, they're also also very
2: charis- charismatic. Yes. Like. Yes. D- d- I mean. Like, is she a gay raccoon? Yes. But would I be drawn to her anyway? Also, yes.
0: Yeah, I was going she has a really compelling voice. And she she did in the comics, and I think that's something that um Sarah Coon captured super duper well um as she was doing this adaptation. Miranda? Did your cat just do something on Hank?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's he was playing in the hallway chasing nothing and then just okay. like crashed into a box or two. <laughs> I, just Classic. orange cats,
0: just orange cat <laughs> things. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Sweet angel. Um, God damn it, what was I gonna say? Oh, um the reason why I just asked this question in the first place is because I love, I love, I love, you know, I, di- I didn't like teaching, but sometimes I just put on my teacher hat and ask annoying fucking questions just to see if you, <laughs> if you have a feeling about things. So what one really inc- one thing that uh, really stuck with me from grad school was like during um, some class discussion. It was a really throwaway comment from the professor, um, but he was like, you know, I think we're used I think we're pretty used to thinking of like if you have a first person narrator, especially if they're um, a a morally gray or morally bad (laughs) character. I think we're used to like thinking about them as an unreliable narrator or if they're mentally ill or something like that. Um, But one thing he said was like, it's not even just that all first person narrations, no matter what like positioning or framing the narrator has um, is unreliable. Straight up all stories that take any kind of characters like side or tell it from mostly from their point of view any of those stories, even if it's in third person, we should consider that unreliable narration. And that kind of just blew my mind. I don't know. I'm still like, you know, thinking about like shit from like high school or the undergrad literature degree that I totally did not sleep through. um You know, I'm still thinking, I'm still thinking like, you know, first person, like I'm reading The Sound and the Fury. Um, or flowers for Algernon, or whatever the fuck, and th- these are these are these are the prime examples of under unreli- or like Holden Caulfield. Like these are the prime examples of unreliable narrators. And now I'm just like, I don't know. I was like, kind of like just rethinking things, and I'm like, oh, I could, you know, from a writer's standpoint, I was like, I could f- really fuck shit up like this. But anyway, um, now I feel like I find myself now just like kind of like questioning everything I read, which is probably a good thing. But also, it's like I I just never thought of it before. Chris, do you have feelings on this?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, for me, I think the choice of the medium is very intentional here as well. I think that having it be in comics and having it be not just a novel, but an audio drama lends trustworthiness because we get to see these events play out for ourselves. And, you know, there's a certain amount of like untrustworthy narrative in there as well. But like with the comics, we are seeing characters say dialogue. With the audio drama, we are hearing Vader's voice speak Mm, dialogue. We're not hearing... That's a great point. It's not like, you know, if you've ever seen Ant-Man, those, like, Luis recaps that are so fantastic (laughs) where he's, like, recapping the entire (laughs) fucking movie. But it's, like, his own, like, very... Frenetic, casual, like speaking, like point of view, and so it's like a completely different thing that actually happened. So good. Um, it's very like he said, he said, she said, but he
0: was like, and then she was like, and then this thing exploded. I love him
1: so much. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) Can I push back on that? Sure. I don't know. It's obviously this is not the right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tony's being mad
3: loud too.
2: He's he's got his his fishing pole toy yeah. in the hallway. <laughs> he loves it so much. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
3: Precious child.
2: <laughs> oh, he's dragging it. Okay. Uh, it, again, this is not the right medium for it, but I feel like something that we see in you know like a, a visual situation, like a TV show. Is, you know, you can have characters retelling and then, like, the f- it kind of flashes back to whatever the story is. And, like, you can... I mean, this is her her dr- audio drama. Like, she can, you know, have Vader say these words and, like... She hired her
1: own Vader us... voice actor?
2: Yeah. <laughs> she fucking would, though. She, oh, absolutely. She would. <laughs> <laughs> That's half a point, so... I'm just doing that to be annoying to Chris. No, I love no,
1: that. no, no, I, I totally hear that. I, I and and I do think and there's parts of this where we're going to get through it because I've I've listened to it before and we're going to be like, oh, this wasn't this was a lie. And Kate brought up a great one with ripping off those other bounty hunters with the with the heist. And so I feel like
0: I brought that up before we started recording, but go on.
1: Oh, did you? I thought uh, times a flat
0: circle. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um,
1: but yeah, so you know, it is it is interesting to just see the the artists here play with what is trust what is truth and what are different ways to convey it uh, mm-hmm. so i do, i do think that having it almost framed as a little bit more of a primary source lends trustworthiness and maybe that's part of it maybe that's like how they're baiting us
0: and also it'll be interesting to see like if we find out like if we find out like is this just like a straight-up narration for, for from her like it's is it just a reporting and like who is the intended audience? Is is a question I have. Like, if it's just for her, or if it's for posterity, or a secret third thing, where it is for a person. Um, oh, the secret like, third thing is for
2: for her. Um, because that was not one of the ah. Well, never mind. First two options. Yeah, I mixed it up, but point still stands. Yeah, like but
0: like, like, who who? If it is being addressed to a specific person or audience, like does. Does that give her, um, you know, more, like, what the fuck is the word? God damn it. Um, does that increase her odds of, like, wanting to be truthful to that person or audience or lie to them, frankly? So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it is interesting because the narration is very second person. There's a lot of you. Like, it sounds like she is talking to the listener or reader, depending on how you experience this. Mm-hmm. So I definitely do think that that is an aspect of this that we're gonna we're gonna find a little bit more about.
2: Huzzah! My my point wasn't a real one. It was just something I I realized that she's a. Uh, you were talking about her being an archaeologist, which one oh. is like wild. It's very funny <laughs> to me that, you know, like she does all the crime, but that's like part of her shtick. She's like, I yes. want to be an archaeologist. Turns into I want to find all the old murder droids and free them. <laughs> yes, very chaotic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's extremely great. chaotic. Listen,
0: using your grad degree for crime is extremely fucking funny to me. Um, anything else we want to touch on for part one of this conversation? I think that's probably it. All We're right. gonna,
1: you know, her adventures get even more crazy as we go. So. Of
0: course, I would expect nothing less. From this disaster, occasion,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> cool. All
1: right, so just to bring us out, uh, thank you for listening to episode 159 of the Bookworms Pod. Remember to get your bivalent COVID vaccine booster shot. Also, shot if you put have a not already put
0: a fucking mask on. Like all these people I know are catching COVID again right now, and really we're not looking
1: forward to traveling.
0: Don't honestly. like that. Don't breathe on
1: people. Yeah. Um, our next episode, we're going to be covering the second half of the Dr. Afra audio drama. So please join us. In the meantime, if you have the means, please A, donate to the Books Save Lives campaign at We Need Diverse Books. And then if you want to support us after that, you can donate to the Tashi Station Radio Patreon or give us a copy at ko-fi.com slash pod. It really helps us cover our hosting and production costs. Uh, in the meantime, we will keep the Argos, Jasper, Orca, and Tony comment, comment, content coming. Uh, and thank you so much again. Our theme song is Was Banged by Pottington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joe Jarrett Design. Our audio and production are done by our very own Kristen McDonald. I'm Chris for Miranda, Rana, Kristen, and Kate. We'll talk to you next week.
3: It's probably just like a flathead or something.
1: It's actually a phillips so okay no. excuse me. sorry
3: Ooh. sorry i'm not gay anymore he took my card away <laughs> oh, um, my- <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god somebody make can you please make this an outtake at the end <laughs>